0: All right, there we go. We're live, mate. What's going on, guys? Hey, guys.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: Good morning. Kyle, thanks for joining us, man. Where are you coming from?
1: I'm coming in. Oh, looking looking fresh, Sonny. Oh,
0: Sonny. 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 Is that your prediction already? Are you, are you going with a, a
2: prediction? There it is. My uh, Cavaliers cap.
1: Oh, man. He's, he's coming out ready. Coming out strong there on a Monday is. morning.
2: He is, man. Jeez. That's
1: it, eh? Where'd you manage to snag that one, Sonny?
2: Brett sent it when he went and visited them. Yeah, we did a little
0: visit. They gave us some caps. You know, we we go there and we do a little live show with them. So it's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, don't let
2: me interfere, Carl. Tell us where you're you're coming from and yeah, introduce yourself.
1: Can you hear us, Carl?
0: I can. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where are you coming from?
1: Yeah, I'm coming from uh, San Francisco, California, just over the over the bridge from Berkeley. So had to had to throw on the Bears, repping my Bears this morning. Nice, nice.
0: How do you think the Bears will do? This is the first year under Coach Durden for the women's team.
1: I've liked what I've seen out of the out of the the Golden Bears this year. Um, you know, definitely a big transition for them. Um, but they, they got a great coach, and I know it. Um, Dave Durden, if you ask me, is the best coach in the, coach in the world. Those girls, um, they've been swimming well this year. They swam well at Pac-12s. Um, I'm excited to see what they can do at the NCAA level. I don't know if they're going to be in the contest for the team title this year, but I know coming down the line, um, Durden's, Durden's building something good for them.
0: All right, I am asking you, why is Dave Durden the best coach in the world?
1: I think it is his world-class expertise, knowledge of the sport um and the experience of the athletes that have come through him that have taught him a great thing or two about the sport and i Mm. think that he's really been able to take all of his learnings and you know i think he is i think he's got a great mind really and Mm. one of the best things i think dave durden does is motivates his athletes he's like the best cheerleader for his athletes and uh rubs off on all of us yeah
0: I agree, man. He's a fantastic coach. And a little bit of breaking news here, Sonny. We're going to go live with the greatest coach on earth, uh, Dave Durden, according to Kyle Mills. We're going to uh, Millis, so uh, we're going we're going to um, Durden this afternoon, uh, live at three thirty um, Pacific time. Yeah, you guys are on Pacific time, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that, Sonny?
2: I'm excited. I'm going to be tuning in. Uh... I want to learn from the best coach in the world and what, you know, you're going to ask him some good questions. He's going to give some good answers and everyone can get better at the sport we love, right?
0: Yeah, he is a brilliant coach. And it's going to be the last workout, I believe, in, in Cal uh, this afternoon. So it'll be fun to kind of have him finish off the, the last swim practice with the women and then uh, jump on a plane tomorrow, come out to Tennessee and, and get ready for NCAA. So um, Listen, we've got a big prediction show. Uh, people are coming in. Uh, A couple of people saying hi already, Sonny. You got some fans
2: out there? Look at this comment, guys. You look like Martin I mean, he's like the most jacked, best-looking swimmer in the world right now. What a compliment on a Monday, eh? Martin Eggie, eh? Okay. All right. We'll take that. Julian, we'll take that. Thank you very much.
0: It's pretty nice. All right, listen, we're going to get into this. It's Women's NCAA Prediction Show. Uh, We've got a lot to get through. But... um, where do we even start? I mean, this thing now kicks off on a Wednesday night, right? So they start with the 800 free relay. Is that correct, Carl?
1: I I believe so. They're not. They don't do both relays on the first night like they do at Pac-12s, do they? No, no. So what they okay. did now is they
0: they split um, the 800 free. It used to be the on the end of the second night and it was just like everybody was just exhausted on that night it was a oh look at this hey eh? look at this little tyler <laughs> fenwick in here talk about predictions uh sonny you better put that better put that hat back on man <laughs> there we go there we go look at that nice yeah, so uh, the eight hundred free, eight hundred free is on the on the first night now because uh, they want people to be fresh for that one. It's such a grueling event, so um, that's kind of where we're going to kick this thing off. Uh, have you guys been doing some research on this whole uh,
1: event itself?
2: Go on, Carl, talk to us.
1: Yeah, the the two hundred freestyle definitely. Doesn't look, I don't think, as powerful as the 800 freestyle relay, um, the 200 freestyle, um, the, the top list of eight or so girls. I don't think many of the top like top athletes at the meet are racing that individual 200 freestyle. So should be interesting to see what some of the these um, quote unquote, sprinters will be able to throw down, um, in the 200 distance from those girls from UVA and Stanford and Texas. I think those are really the three teams that are going to be vying for it here.
0: Nice. Look at this. James, James is pretty happy. Look at this. Nice collab. It is a nice collab. Beautiful. Um, listen, 800 free relay. Yes. It's going to be an interesting one. Um, I'm just going to go, it's, it's hard to make predictions when you got Tyler Fenwick in the, uh, in the comments section now, I'm gonna i to have to pick UVA for everything. But on this occasion, <laughs> on this occasion, I think I'm gonna uh, give uh, the first event of the meet to the Stanford women. I think Stanford are gonna take this one.
2: Yeah, I I, I would be They're a pretty agree. dangerous. I, I think Stanford are pretty good at it. But I think one of the big things that is always gonna be the case with with the with the with the who's, um, is who they put on the team because obviously. You know the NCAA system more than I do, and you, you are limited to how many relays you can swim. What what what's what's the ruling? Is it three relays per person?
0: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah, no no. I think you, no you can swim, you can swim four relays, but you you'd have to yeah. forfeit an individual event. So you can't swim, okay. you can't swim three individual and four relays. Okay, I I mean, I think what I'm thinking is... I believe you
1: can do that. You can't swim five five relays and swim good. There we go. I've been out of it so long.
2: Because if UVA UVA put on that 4 by 2 relay, they put k that That
1: that relay should be exciting, to say the least. Get the the meet started. Um, Started with a bang. And definitely, if if Stanford's able to pull it off, that'll be a big upset to the two top teams who are vying for the title. Kyle, can you hear Sonny? Hello? I am unable
0: Oh, that's the problem. So you guys can't hear each other. Why, why is that? What's going on there? Nate, where are you, my friend? We need some need some support here in the back. Kyle Hello? cannot hear Sonny. Well, I, can, I can hear everybody. Kyle? Mm-mm.
2: Kyle, um, super yeah. weird, hey? It's super weird. Um, why,
0: why can you hear me, Kyle, but you can't hear Sonny? I have no idea. Look at that, hey? Look at the modern technology. Can't figure it out. Damn it. Hey, Carl. I
2: can hear him
1: now. Wow. Ah.
2: Great. There we go. So, anyway, what I was going to say is, and the reason I brought up how many swimmers you can do is that if UVA were to put Kate Douglas, Alex Walsh, on that 4x2 relay, um, along with Amy Canney and, you know, one of their other awesome girls, maybe Gretchen, maybe one of the girls I'm not, you know, accidentally missing out, I think they can win it. I just don't think they win it without the use of Kate Douglas and and uh, Alex Walsh and Gresham Walsh, who between a lot of them have about a billion races they could swim and win. And I don't think they will use them girls when they've got the 200 medley directly before, Um, you know, Kate Douglas, we know she's a great sprinter. And I think, I think if, if they wanted to win it, they could, I just don't think they will use the girls that would get the win, which is why I think Stamford end up with a win.
0: Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. Carl, what's your take on this one?
1: I I really I like what you had to say. I think I got to go with Stanford as well. Um, if they're if they're using Husk and Curzon on this relay, I think they're pretty dangerous. I'm um, gonna I mean, have to go back you on Stanford on that.
0: Yeah, I, I think they do as well. I think I think they start off strong. They're gonna look. It's the first event of the meet. They get basically you know a full night's sleep after it. Why not go with all your big guns up front here and um, and use them? I think Stanford want to get points early so yeah yeah this this feels like a stanford win but again i hate to go against uh my good friend tyler fenwick who's in the comment section listening to every prediction we put out and now i feel terrible that i'm going to go against him on this one but stanford <laughs> for the win but that that'll change that'll change Quite um, quickly the next day changes quite quickly so Uh, I'll give you the order real quick, Sonny. So because you don't fully understand the way they chop this thing up here. So the order of the next day will be 200 medley relay is up front. Um, Now they even used to swim these relays in the morning and I don't think they even do
1: morning swims anymore. Do they Kyle? Uh, I don't I don't think so. They're not doing the morning swims anymore, and they took out the the double-spaced uh, lane ropes, so they're not doing the every other alternating relays anymore.
0: Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to keep up with all the changes they make, but it doesn't seem like they're swimming prelims anymore. Tyler, if you're still in the comments section, can you just um, confirm that they're not swimming morning relays? But I'm pretty sure they're not. But uh, basically, it's a 200 medley relay at night. Then they go into the 500 free. And they go 200 IM, 50 free, and they finish off with the 200 free relay. So that's, that's the, kind of the first official night of big competition. So um, this is where UVA really take hold of the meat in, in some of these relays. I don't, I don't see anybody touching UVA. In in either the first two hundred medley relay or the the last relay of the night in the two hundred free relay, I think they're going to just clean house in these two. Don't mm-hmm. you think?
2: Absolutely, I Completely think uh, UVA right now is just so far ahead. And you know Stanford have some ridiculously fast girls. Like I watched Tori Husk and Claire Curzon at the uh, World Short Course a few couple years back, and them girls just go. Like they went like twenty four five fifty fly. Um, you know, like their third time racing the event and it was just brilliant to watch. But in, in in yards, you know, Kate Douglas just is something else, Gretchen Walsh is something else, and you only have to find two more girls and you've got a winning relay, and they definitely have them two more girls.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kyle, what's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think Thursday's a big day, you know. You want to open up the meet with a bang, especially if you're contending for that title. I, I think they they could do this this uh, 200 medley in record fashion, and uh, and then again close out the night after winning the 200 IM and the 50 freestyle. That's that's my early prediction. Throwing it down on the 200 freestyle relay at the end of it as well. I think they could have four out of five wins in the first night
0: four out of five okay we're gonna to have to dig deeper into the individual swims then but yeah yeah it looks like you, you could be right i think i might be predicting the same thing as well but uh, yeah those relays just look like uva all the way um unless something crazy happens and you never want that to happen you know an, an early takeover or something like that but uh it doesn't seem like the, the that anyone's really gonna contend to to knock them off in those two relays but um what about the 500 free? Let's go to that, Sonny. What you, what's your thoughts on that?
2: So my my other big excitement for this meet is the Texas girls. I think they've got a really good team starting to build. I saw them in Europe at the Mayor Nostrum team. Um, Mitch brought over a load of the uh, Texas, girl, Texas girls to race in Europe long course. And all them girls that were there at that meet have just been absolutely popping off. Erica Sullivan wasn't one of them girls, but she had a bit of a... Uh, a more conservative season last year. I think she was maybe dealing with some injuries and stuff like that, but she's back at her best by this looks of things. She's the fastest in NCAA right now. And I think she's going to have a really good race with the other girl that, I, you know, needs a little ex- explaining and introducing is Emma Wyant, the uh, the Olympic medalist in the 4am. She's I think going to be fifth or sixth seed, but she's also clearly a capable athlete. And I think, I think it's going to be Erica Sullivan and Emma Wyant going down to the wire in that 500.
0: Uh, we just have a correction come in here, uh, Tim. I Appreciate this. So I didn't realize they moved the medley relay to the first day as well. So I knew I knew the eight hundred free relay was there. I guess what they thought in this occasion is it was just like why have one event sitting there by itself? So they they moved it over, um, it which up. is yeah, which is what they they do at the SECs as well. The same thing. Um, so yeah, so they go the two medley relay. I think there's probably an hour break between, and then they go the eight hundred free. So. Appreciate you uh, jumping in there, Tim, and correcting that. It's hard to keep up with all the changes they make at these events, but um, that's the one. So, so yeah, changing. 500 free. So, so, yeah, what's your thoughts here, Kyle, on the 500?
1: I think, like Sonny said, great call out on fifth seed Emma Wyant. She, got, she was the runner-up last year. I think she's hungry to win, but I still have to go with uh, what you guys were echoing earlier. I think Texas is really going to own the distance events. I think Erica Sullivan gets it done here. Um, she's seated with a 435 right now. I think the winner's got to go under 435, so should be a good one. Yeah, I
0: was, um, <clears throat> you know, not not real sure how she would do, you know, going from, um, you know, high school swimming where she had incredible success um, out out in Vegas uh, to to college, you know, and then yeah. that, you know w- the work that she was doing. Out at Sandpipers and then coming into Texas, you know, you just never know how it's going to transfer over. But it seems like she's figuring it out now, and seems like she's starting to click. And so I, I, I think Erica Sullivan is is certainly the class of the field in this in this occasion. Uh, I think she's going to get the win for Texas too, and I think that gives Texas a little bit of momentum as well. You know, uh, they're they're certainly one of the favorites to contend for the team title as well. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. th- I think I think UVA is certainly going for that three-peat which everybody you know kind of expect but Texas will at least give them a run I think it's going to take swims like this one from Erica Sullivan in the 500 to get them get them some momentum as well yeah so uh the next one is the 200 IM, and this is where it becomes kind of a a race between a couple of teammates right
2: yeah yeah. I mean I was going to ask you Brett you've been in charge of (laughs) picking teams at this sort of competition and how much say does Kate Douglas have in like, she could basically win potentially the 53 and the 200 IM. They're back to back. You can't swim both of them. And, you know, is this a discussion between the coaches and the whole group of swimmers, or is this just the coaches saying, Kate, you're swimming the 200 IM, not the 53 style. Like, how how does that go down? Or is it, you know, how would you have dealt with that?
0: Yeah, this one, I never had, I never had the luxury of having someone (laughs) as, as, versatile and as as crazy fast as uh, some of these girls on the UVA side you know where they can swim just multiple events and, and realistically win multiple events but it looks like you know you've got you've got Kate Douglas and, and Alex Walsh and then you've got Gretchen in the 50s so it's like you've got all your bases covered you know what I mean so it's just a matter of like um, what's best for your team what's best for your for your women's, psychology you know like where do you where do you put girls right like um and then it comes down to the individual psychology What what's best for them and that's going to get the best out of them for the rest of the meet as well so there's so many factors that you've got to take into consideration i think a lot of people just look at it as who's going to get the win right yeah. they don't realize the the background of like the locker room making sure that everybody's happy in the locker room making sure that Um, You're getting the best out of the individual, you know, sometimes you'll spend uh, hours back at the hotel, just just sitting there having a coffee, talking to some of these individuals because they're just dealing with so much emotion. It's just there's a lot going on in a meet like this. And um, there's a lot of pressure, a lot of expectation. Um, This is their own individual careers as well. So you're trying to set them up. To to look back on their career and say you know look what you've di- look what you've done so it's like you've got this balance between team and self and identity and things like that so I think sometimes when we're making these predictions we 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 tend to look at it kind of black and white and there's a lot more that goes into it than just that you know
1: mm-hmm. there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of planning that goes into this yep. for sure I, yep. I know the coach up at UVA has got to be scratching his head he's got three girls in the top eight. There's a lot of ways you can play this really, like Sonny said, whether you put Kate Douglas somewhere else, I think mm-hmm. he made I think they made a great decision putting her here. Um, you'll have her on the 200 freestyle relay at the end of the night. She'll test mm-hmm. out her speed then. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for the UVA woman in this event. It'd be interesting to see how far Margaret Margaret Nelson can come up and see if they can really get some massive big points top five points there um for her um we'll see if that'll happen because that would be a massive swing for the uva woman yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. a lot a lot of factors here so but but it's interesting but i guess they're putting uh putting their faith in gretchen in the 50 uh she's up against maggie mcneil in this one i think maggie's swimming hot right now as we all know has uh has had a fantastic season at LSU and seems like the LSU women have a little bit of momentum too. We talk about locker room. It sounds like sounds like they're coming together and doing some good things. Um, but, but Maggie is certainly a threat in any event that she swims in. Um, she has a knack of getting her hand on the wall when she needs to in big events. So I don't think it's a runaway between, you know, for Gretchen in terms of just, um, you know, taking this one, this will be uh, hotly contested, I think, this 53. What do you think, Sonny?
2: Well, Brett, you know my thoughts on the 53. It's just a crapshoot. Anyone in the race can win. And, you know, it's Day just a roll you. of the dice, right? It's just a roll <laughs> of the dice. Um, <laughs> you? you a get <laughs> slapped for that. <laughs> um, for anyone watching, of course, I do not believe that. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think, well, Gretchen Walsh is the fastest in history in this event. And she done that at the conference meet, mm-hmm. you know, very recently, 20.7. Brilliant swimmer. You know, I love the way she swims and her technique on freestyle and her underwater ability are just absolutely phenomenal. But one thing Maggie McNeil is, I mean, outside of being great at swimming, um, I don't like her freestyle anywhere near as much as Gresham's. Her underwater is potentially better, but Mm -hmm. she's a winner. You know, she's an Olympic champion. She's a world champion. Mm -hmm. Um, She's an NCAA champion. And when someone is that much of a winner, it's really hard to look past them and when we're talking about a hundredths, you sometimes have to look at the, the, the headstrong champion in the race. And, you know, I'm not saying Gretchen's not a winner, but she's someone who has just missed out on teams by hundredths in the 50 freestyle. She's just missed out of podiums. She's just missed out of things. And I don't know. I, I, I think Gretchen should win, but I think Maggie very much could win. And I think that's a really cop-out answer as well. So, you know.
1: <laughs> Carl, what's your thoughts? I, I echo what Sonny said. I think it is definitely Gretchen's time to shine. I think she wins it here. You know, I was in Minnesota three years or so ago and Abby Weitzel went that 20.9. And that was some speed. Like I've never seen anything like that. These girls are contending to go faster than that. Um, there's definitely some serious speed here in the field. I think it's a battle of underwaters between Walsh and McNeil. Um, I'll throw out a, a hot prediction here. I'm thinking Maggie McNeil takes it in the prelims and scares everyone, and Gretchen Walsh comes firing back at night and uh, takes the win.
0: Nice, I like those predictions. A little or a little morning swims, yeah, we, we forget about those sometimes, but they can be some, some good ones. Um, I think Gretchen gets it because of her length and her height, you know, maybe maybe that might be the only uh deciding factor here, you know. Um, yeah, cool dumpy says, yeah, you I know, think. Douglas is going to come, come in and take that record by leading off the relay. Here, here's where the psychology comes into it. Right. And this is, this is a factor and this is where I don't envy the UVA coaches because they got such a, a deep field of women and they could all do some crazy things like this. Right. But it comes down to what's the best for the psychology of the team. You know, if, uh, if, if Gretchen goes out there and wins that 53 and breaks the, the NCA record, is it in the best interest of the team to say, all right, let's give, uh, let's give Kate uh, a shot now and, you know, see if she can embarrass you on this relay. It's like, I don't know if that's the best decision there, but uh, so I think selfishly, we want that to happen. We want the best swimmer to put, post the best time, but you know, for the, for the psychology of the team it might just be better to say, Hey, go out there and break the NCA record together. And, um, you know, Kate will put you at the end of this thing and, and go, you know, see if you can, see if you can get under 20 seconds, maybe go 19, you know, I don't know. So, um, that might be the better psychology for everybody there. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, we've, we've talked about the relay. We think UVA is going to clean that one up. Um, let's go on to day two. You've got the 400 IM, the hundred fly, the 200 free, the hundred breast, the 100 back, and then you finish with the 400 medley relay. So, a lot to talk about here. So, let's go straight into 4IM. Is anyone going to beat Alex Walsh in this one, Sonny? No, no.
2: I think we just move on. It's, uh, yeah, like, uh, Alex Walsh is going nice. I mean, look, Ellen Nelson and Emma Wine, they're great. Like, I just don't think you should look. Like, it's easy to say how oh, Emma Wine, Olympic medalist, and you know, we shouldn't overlook her, but sorry, Alex Walsh is just absolutely freaking ridiculous. And Mm. I just, I just, it's a runaway in my mind. I mean, you know, this is a swimmer that, you know, we've not mentioned Kaylee McEwen breaking the world record this weekend in the 200 back, but Mm. Alex Walsh beat Kaylee McEwen at world short course in a medley event. And, you know, she just, yeah, Alex Walsh all day long. She's freaking amazing. Um, and I think it's, that's just a wrap. I think Emma White gets second and maybe Virginia get third as well.
0: I think we all think this, Kyle, but what, what about the dynamic between, um, you know, the the two former teammates as well? You know, one of them that's went exactly to Florida. Was,
1: yeah, that's exactly what I was going to touch on. I think as, as a competitive athlete in the NCAA, it, it's got to hurt when you see your teammate leave. And mm-hmm. I know that those two are definitely friends, but they're definitely competitors at the end of the day as well. Mm-hmm. I have Emma Wyant winning this one, actually. Oh, uh, you know, she she is amazing in the long course version. We all got to see that on display in Tokyo. I think she's gonna I think she's gonna take it. I think she's got something to prove here. She's on a new team. And uh, she's she's on a mission, so it should be fun. I'm glad that the NCAA has opened up for this instant action where you don't have to wait a year after transferring. So she's only a sophomore right now, and I think she's going to take the dub.
0: Wow, that's a that's the first major upset, right there, huh? Kyle's calling it. That would be that would be really interesting. Very huge too, but uh, Alex Walsh getting beat, huh? Okay, interesting call. I don't, I don't think it's happening, but I like, I like, I like the fact that you're throwing it out there. At least, uh, hundred fly is going to be very, very competitive. This one will be, will be tougher to pick. Uh, we've got Kate Douglas, Maggie McNeil, Tori Haas, Claire Crozon. I mean, the the list is kind of endless, but they're they're the top four talents, I guess. Uh, Sonny, what do you think in this hundred
2: fly? Uh, I, this is like the first real exciting race where, you know, it's just insane. And oh God, it's one exciting race because mm. I don't think we've seen really what like the likes of Tori Husker capable of this season and Claire Curzon. And like, I, th- I think they've been a little less rested for the, the earlier meets. And I think they're big game swimmers, mm. but then you've got like the best woman's NTAA swimmer Reverend Kate Douglas and the other one, Maggie McNeil. Um, Olympic I'm calling, champ. Maggie, I'm calling Maggie McNeil. I think Maggie wins this.
0: Mm, mm. yeah Carl, what's your thoughts on this one?
1: I I think like Sonny said, uh, we haven't we haven't seen a lot out of the two Stanford women yet. A lot of the other conferences have a lot of uh, a lot of chance to rest and perform during the rest of the season. That's just kind of the way that their conference like schedule shapes out. I think that they could have, they both could pop off and have some big swims, but I think everyone is chasing the wake of Kate Douglas in this. I also see six girls dipping under 50 seconds here. Um, it's it's going to be a fast, it's going to be a fast one. Forty-eight-five
2: for the win, Kate Douglas.
0: That's an interesting five. point. What?
2: Hey, huh? I just said forty-eight-five. That's a massive call. Yeah, that's
0: massive, 48.5. But uh, but look, I, I agree with you. I think it is going to be a fast meet. I think there's been a lot of fast swimming, a lot of preparation, maybe even too much. We're seeing some uh, world records across the pond over in Australia, and they're focused solely on long-course swimming right now. Been a lot of focus on short-course swimming. I think ultimately that may come back to bite the Americans uh, later down the road. But I think in terms of this meet, it's going to be super fast. Um this is, this is a tough one. I think ultimately it comes down to who's got the best underwaters, really, and then who's, who's, the, who's the ultimate racer. I think Maggie McNeil has to take this one, I would think. Tor- Tori and Claire both have speed. I think they've got time to drop, but uh, until somebody can clearly show me that they can beat Maggie McNeil in 100 fly, uh, I just don't believe it. I think Maggie's going to get the win on this one. What do we got here?
2: It's just yeah, these are the site sheets, right? So we can actually have a little look. Oh, okay. So woman's 203 is next. Yep, yep. Is that right?
0: Yeah, 203.
2: So uh well there there we go. There's the official cyclist. Yep. They've got Tennessee first seed. Um, Brooklyn. Do we know about Brooklyn? We haven't talked about Tennessee. It's at Tennessee. Is that a is that it a is bonus? A, yeah. Is it is mm. it a bonus swimming at your home pool? Um
0: yeah, I don't know. Carl, uh, have you you ever had a meet that's um,
1: been at home where you felt like you had an advantage? Oh, of course. Um, I'm from the up in Seattle. So every time we had Pac-12s, we held it up there in the Federal Way uh, Warehouse mm. or King County Aquatic Center. Mm. That meet, regardless of whether I was swimming on Cal or my club team, just felt different because it was at my home pool. There's definitely a home pool advantage. Um, I I will say I don't think anyone is touching Missy Franklin's record in in this race. That is uh, seems to be a big stretch from where these girls are right now. But there is a lot of speed here. Um, I think the two the there's two storylines here. It's the 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 young the young swimmers that are seated first and second, and then it's the veterans, um, including Kelly Pash and Taylor Ruck here. See if they can make anything happen. Um, but I think Amy Canny is going to get it done. Yeah.
0: You think Amy can,
1: Oh, you think the, uh, the freshman, huh? you picked the, the freshman. I think the team momentum is really going to be building for Virginia. And I think this could be a key win for them.
2: Wow. Wow. Sonny, you got thoughts on this one? Honestly, I, I would love to agree with Carl and I'd love to see Amy win. Amy's someone I've worked with. She's South African. She's literally, I'm in Plymouth right now. She's from two years at Plymouth Leander. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, I, I know her, she's great, but she's, she's, <laughs> She's not one of them girls in the past that is a big game drop swimmer. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you someone who is, uh, is Kelly Pash. And I, I I think this is going to be quite a runaway victory by Kelly. And I think Taylor will we'll come second. Taylor's on a great trajectory back to her best. I think them two girls, the seniors that Carl mentioned, they're the ones. But it's kind of crazy. Like, without throwing shade, the hundred fly is one of the most ridiculous heats of swimming we're ever going to see in NCAA women's swimming and this is a little bit more conservative by all means, you know, that we're, we're talking about potentially three or four girls in the hundred fly going under the NCAA record. And, you know, we're not talking about girls getting within three seconds of it in, in this 200 freestyle. It's definitely a, uh, more conservative field.
0: Well, I mean, t- Taylor Ruck is certainly the talent of the field, right? When you talk about just sure. pure, pure talent, someone that can get it done, um, I mean, she's a she's a winner, and that that time to me seems pretty soft for her. I think I think she's got a big drop in her. I'm picking Taylor Ruck for the win here. Look, I think Stanf- both Stanford and Texas need need a win, um, you know, for the team title race as well. So certainly Kelly will be contending. I think I think I think it does come down to those two, but I I put my money on Taylor Ruck on this one. I think she's just the class of the field. I think it stands out when when it comes to this race. So. Yes, and then, uh oh, then we got the hundred breast. The hundred breast is an
1: interesting race, isn't it? Yeah, arguably wow. the race of the meat. Why do you say that? I think that this is uh where a lot of the storylines come along of the the two Texas girls chasing the Southern Californian and uh, kind of whoever else can get in the mix and see what happens. I mean, we got four girls seated to go fifty seven or faster right now. Um, it should be speedy, should be speedy.
0: Oh, there we go. Jacoby, Lydia, the fast to freeze. Nice. fast <laughs> to freeze? Alaska. Alaska. Alaska's Alaska. winning this one. Alaska's going to take this one. Why do you say it?
2: She's freaking the Olympic champ. She's awesome. She's like – she's PBing every time she races. I'm pretty sure she's in like every meet this year. And every time she PBs, it's like an age group record and all sorts. She's great. She's winning this.
0: She is fantastic. You know <laughs> – I was, I was actually pleasantly surprised when I met Lydia Jacoby uh, in terms of the way she is built physically. She's got really long legs that I never really uh, appreciated until I saw her, you know, standing next to me. And her legs were like up to here on me. I was like, well, no wonder she's Olympic champ. I mean, this, she's she's got an incredible build for breaststroke, right? Like just very strong, powerful legs. I think she's starting to figure out the short course. It's taken her a little bit of time to kind of really get it down. She's not known for a top end speed, you know, so it's, that, that hurts when you swim in such a short event like this, but she's starting to figure it out. And I think she's just, again, I think she's the class of the field being on the Olympic champ. I think she's uh, part of a great team that's got a lot of momentum and energy. I mean, that's not to take away anything from her from her teammate, Anna, but uh, but I think Lydia takes the win in this one as well. I think she she makes a big drop. Um, I don't think it's going to be an NCAA record by any means, but she gets into that 56 mark and she gets the win. I think.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, the other thing as well. I
1: think her. her I think her tennis. teammates got to take the better of her here. I think after after going out first in prelims last year, I think Anna Anna's going to want to come home and close it out. Yeah, 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 for
0: sure. Um, Kyle, can you hear Sonny again or not?
2: Hello, no,
1: I
0: can't.
2: Oh, can you hear me again. again now? Yeah, we. I have to just leave and come back. I mean, what I was going to say, and I, I really think this benefits swimmers when they're coming back strong. It's e- like it it builds momentum, and you can win races. It's why Maggie McNeil's going to win the hundred fly. She's a great second half swimmer, and it's the same as Lydia here. Look at Lydia's back end in the Olympics. Look at Lydia's back end at their. uh what is it, big three meet that they have the other day in uh in, in Texas, where there's like two other teams? But that's what she does. Anna, Anna, Anna will go out the fastest. Anna goes out in like 26-0 to the touch. She's unbelievably fast. But Lydia comes back strong, and that's the momentum. But Texas go one two here, which is really cool. And do UVA have anyone? Where's UVA?
0: Mm, down ninth. Cool. Um, I mean, they have someone who could be top eight, I guess, but not not anyone that's going to contend for the win. I wouldn't mm. think. Yeah, but they don't need to win every event, Sonny. Mm. They're, they're cleaning house and <laughs> and all the others
1: <laughs> got to leave some for the other teams.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they have they have some girls that can breaststroke, but who are probably better. But not they're exactly. swim, they swim in other events. So they can't swim everything, uh, yeah. but on the relay,s they can substitute in. So yeah, they'll be fine um yeah. all right so yeah we're, we're picking uh, most of us are picking the olympic champ on that one um so then we go down to the hundred back the hundred back is an interesting race as well
2: oh, what a race cool. yeah wow
0: yeah
1: lots of olympians in this one
0: yeah th- this one is this one's stacked and it's it's one of those ones it's hard to it's hard to predict it comes down to starts and turns and you know, all that. I mean, we've got some underwater swimmers here too, you know. So this will be an interesting race. This is this is a really tough one to pick, I think. You know, it's not it's not a clear cut winner in this one. Um, but if I was if I am gonna pick someone, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh the NC State girl. I'm gonna go with Catherine Burke off on this one. I think she I think NC State get a win here. Um we haven't talked much about them, but you know, I think I think this is a this is one where I think they can get this one. Sonny, what's your thoughts?
2: I I think first of all, Phoebe Bacon, a backstroke Olympian, brilliant swimmer, world medalist. You know what a great talent down at tenth seed. Ryan White, um, I've seen her win a world short course medal in backstroke. Another brilliant talent, and then Claire Curzon. Did she set – what record did she set? One of the records, one of these American yard records in the 200 back this season. And, again, she's someone – she's not a 200 – I mean, she's not like a 200 specialist. She's someone who can swim 50, 100 and 200. So, I think I'm going to go Claire, then Catherine, then Gretchen. I, 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 want, to, I want to call something a bit more exciting. Claire for the win.
0: Claire, okay. Kyle?
1: Yeah, I um... – it's gonna be interesting. Backstrokes all about the underwaters. It's it's who can sustain it the longest and and who's gonna be able to do it. And I, I like your pick in Burkoff because of that. You know, yeah. Great underwaters there, great tradition of underwaters there with her dad. Um I great call out by Sonny on, on the tenth place on Phoebe Bacon, but I still think that this is gonna be Gretchen Walsh's year. I think she's gonna avenge her second place from last year. And uh take down Catherine Burkoff, but it's gonna be a, quite the race for sure. Nice,
0: nice. I like that call. I like it. Uh, medley relay at the end there. I think um UVA UVA takes there's no one there's no one can take yep. UVA in this one. That medley relay is just gone. Um again, they're just they're just so strong in their relays, which is great. You know, that's how you build a team. You build a team around relay. Look at look at the distance four seconds
2: they've got three point three three point four mean, seconds. It's insane.
0: Not even fair how good they are in that one. Um, all right, let's go into the last day because we're going to keep moving here. So last day kicks off with the two hundred back. This is where it comes down to the the team title. You know, on this last day, you have your you have are your we, little speech with your team and and. Are we winners. skipping the mile? Is the mile um the mile isn't the mile on the last day? Yeah, yes, the first because, event on the
1: last day. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. first event, right. Okay. But yeah, I was, I was, I always think about the morning on the last day because okay. that was, that was one where I was always like, okay, I need my 200 backs to pop this morning. I need, I need some people in top eight. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where my brain goes into morning of last day because it's always a team title race. But, um, uh, yep. But, but just on that, I guess, I guess every, this is where you need, this is where you need to train for the championship. You know, this is where Cal, this is where Dave Durden separates himself. He does such a great job of training and preparing for the championship. You know,
1: I was just going to say this was always our special morning. Our lethal weapon was our 200 backstrokers. You saw it last year at Pac-12s. I'm sure we'll discuss that another time. But Dave Durden has definitely trained uh, Isabel Stadden well. I think this is going to be a great race between her and Claire Curzon. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: All right, um, well, let's let's finish this two hundred back. Then we'll come back to the the sixteen fifty. So, Sunny, um, two hundred back prediction for you?
2: Yeah, I, I just just said I think Claire is just really good, and I think she's going to keep getting quicker. So she's point two off that all time record by Beta. I think she's going to you know break that and win this race by a uh, a, a landslide. I think this is going to be a dominant victory from uh, the Stanford freshman.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. That's a really good prediction there. Stanford for the win. Okay. Yeah. Let's come back to the 1650.
2: What is this event? 1650 yards. What's this all about? I've never watched one of these. Should I? Yeah. This...
0: Um. Should you? I mean, that's debatable, but... Uh... <laughs> i'm putting brett on the spot here (laughs) uh i i tried not to but uh no i'm kidding i'm kidding Uh, it's a it's a a good race if that's what you're into
2: Um, it it seems like it could be close we've got you know not many seconds splitting these top like 12 girls here all under 16 minutes but didn't Katie Ledecky go 15.01 yesterday? Why is Katie Ledecky 45 seconds quicker than all these girls?
0: Because <laughs> she's uh, the greatest female swimmer in history. That's why, Sonny. What are you she talking did, about? But, but 45 seconds, that's like three lengths. Have you ever seen Katie Ledecky swim? She she wins everything by 45 <laughs> seconds unless yeah. you're an Australian <laughs> but,
2: woman. But other than that, she, but, she but, cleans but, house. But why are, we, why are these girls yeah, not there's... getting as close? You know, we, we're seeing all these girls go records in, you know, Claire Curz and Maggie McNeil, Gretchen Walsh, Kate Douglas, Alex Walsh. They're all, like, destroying records. And we, we can't have any of these girls on these same teams get within, like, almost a minute of Katie, who went and time-trialled at a state meet yesterday. Like, <laughs> there's, there's got to be something to it. I mean, I get it. Katie's, you know, a freak of talent. But... 45 seconds is a freaking long way
0: yeah seems like a lot carl i can't explain it you got any explanation
1: i think what sonny was saying um there's just some records that are just meant to be untouched a lot of those phelps to fly records were untouched for so many years this katie ledecky one is not going to be touched for a long time um big shout out to kenzie from alabama here she toured us around uh alabama's pool this summer She's been swimming amazing this season. Um, should be awesome to see her grow out on a on a big note. But my former coach up there in Wisconsin, Matt Martinez, I know he's gonna be happy. I got Paige McKenna winning the smile, mm. holding off Kenzie and Erica.
0: Okay. All right. Uh I've got I've got no say in this because I haven't watched a single one of these in many years. So I like <laughs> I hope they all win. Uh go for it. So uh, one <laughs> of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I have no idea in this. And I, I'm not even going to pretend that I have an idea. Um, the only name I recognize really is Erica. So I hope she wins it. Go, 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 Texas in this one. All right. Let's move on.
2: This is an event, isn't it? Oh, God. Look at that. It's another big one. What a world we live in when someone like Taylor Ruck is eighth seed. Like mm. Taylor Ruck's been 52 long course. Mm. You know, we've not. Just quickly look at the names: Gabby Albiero, the Louisville swimmer, another great, great talent this year that's maybe been overlooked by because of just how good you know the likes of Gretchen and Maggie are. But Gabby's been dropping, dropping big PBs: twenty-one low in the 50, 46 in the hundred, and she's she's an incredible talent, and she's going to be in that final. But I don't think she's going to be featuring quite as much as I mean, look, we've barely mentioned Tori Husk as well, another like world medalist, Olympic is she Olympic medalist? Maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah, Olympic medalist, yeah. <laughs>
2: come on like you know is she gonna do any damage in any of these races
0: she'll do damage yeah it's just we're, we're picking winners that's the problem here you know is she is she good enough to win the race um at this stage the answer is no because she's got some girls that are better than her so i don't know carl what's your thoughts on the 100 free here
1: it's gonna it's gonna take 45 to win like there's there's no doubt about it um i think 45 to win. Um, it's going to be a battle of underwaters again, just like the 50 freestyle. My gosh, did you see Maggie McNeil's at underwaters at SEC's on that last wall? Mm-hmm. I if, if she can replicate that, I think she takes the win. Um, but if there's any slip up, I know that Gretchen Walsh is going to jump on that. So one of those two. I'm actually going to put my money on the underdog here. I'm going to go with Gretchen Walsh. Um, but like Sunny said, Gabby Aubrey, era, <laughs> gabriella albiero and tori husk swimming fast but just not just not there this year
0: yeah sucks to me that this event is an underwater race i really i want to see the best freestyle win i don't want to see the best underwater kicker win you know it it kind of this bugs would different. Me.
1: yeah this might be a different story if it was long course for sure oh, um, yeah, of yeah, these top yeah. eight girls here
0: right right yeah yeah it would be a completely different story yeah but it just it kind of it kind of bugs me that it's an underwater race now and um just doesn't, doesn't feel right for hundred freestyle to be, you know, the majority of the swim to be underwater, but, um, it's where it is. I think if I, if I was swimming and, and, and look, I wasn't a great underwater kicker myself. We didn't, we didn't have the emphasis that we had. There was, there was certainly, certainly some underwater kickers. Um, you know, Neil, Neil Walker was around when I was swimming and he, he could kick underwater, but, um, but I just took pleasure in beating those people, but I, I don't think you can get away with that anymore. Like Maggie is so good. Uh, underwater is just like, she creates separation, you know? So it's like, you you can't even compete when somebody's that sick and underwater. So I think, I think Maggie McNeil takes the win. I think you're right, Kyle. I think she goes 45, 45, for the win, you know, which is, which is incredible. Anytime a woman can go 45. I mean, that's really moving Sonny um that, that's that's some crazy you know crazy we, we recruit kids uh on the men's side that were 45 <laughs> in the 100 free be like oh that's a pretty good swimmer and now you got yeah. women that are doing it so yeah pretty spectacular all right let's oh, yeah. move on move on 200 breasts
2: here we go this is interesting sonny thoughts oh, i mean just look look at look at their numbers right you've got Top eight is a two hundred and five, and it's Kate Douglas at two hundred and one. Mm. Kate Douglas, this is the same person that someone commented earlier about whether or not she would lead off a relay to get the fifty freestyle all-time record, and here she is, the fastest in history at the two hundred breaststroke. You know, quicker than Lily King and all the people that have come before her. I, I just, I just find Kate Douglas phenomenal, a crazily good and. This is going to be a clear victory. Lydia will go a PB. Lydia will get second. But come on, how how is Kate Douglas so so good at so much, Carl? Like, what's going on there?
0: I don't know. I don't think you can hear you again. You're you're out again, Sonny.
1: Click in and click out. There we go. Oh,
2: how is Kate Douglas so good at so much?
1: I wish I knew. I I wish I knew. I don't even think this is going to be a race. I mean, she's got three seconds on the rest of the field.
0: Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I I I I can't even compare her to anyone. Like it's just like the fifty free speed that she has, and then this two hundred breast. Like it makes no sense at all to me. Like I can't fathom it, and uh, I haven't spent enough time around her in training and practice to really watch her go and practice and just to see the talent i've seen her walk around the pool deck and i'm like wow that's that's a specimen because she's physically gifted you know like when you look at it like that woman is built to swim fast but i haven't actually seen her in the training pool enough to say oh there's her skills and her talents but like when you when when you see it on a on a board like this it kind of just jumps out at you like it just doesn't make sense you know
1: it doesn't (laughs) I do think I will say, I don't think Texas is going down without a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think, I think what we haven't taken into
0: factor here is the fact that diving has been racking up points this whole time as we've been making these predictions. And you can see it right here, this women's platform, you know, like I think, I think Texas, are. uh, you know, got like seventy points returning from last oh, yeah. year. I mean, it's a massive amount of points, and this is where the Texas men do the same thing. You know, they've been doing that to Cal for many years, where you know, yeah, exactly get get nice stabbed in right chest. in the heart with the yeah. with the diving. And uh, I think I think the momentum is definitely there, and this could be a situation where it's a team race, and we haven't really even factored that in right now. And Lydia Jacoby could be like, you know what, or or Anna, that they could be like. You know, we're we're going to get some points here for our team, and they they do
2: something special. I don't know. You know,
1: I, I think they're going two three. Uh, okay. Yeah,
2: I'm with Carl. They're going yeah. two three, and, and Texas are going one two in the next race.
1: Mm,
0: okay, what's the next race? Let's go to it. 200 fly. Boom, one two. Hey, maybe okay. one two
2: three. No, sorry, Texas are going one two three in this last race. <laughs> one hundred.
0: And 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 do they pull ahead in the team title at, at this point in
2: time? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I don't really understand NCAAs like you guys do. And I don't know how, you know, much of a difference the dive in. And if, even if Texas have divers, I mean, I'm guessing they do from Carl's mm-hmm. reaction there, but you know, I, just, just to put some in perspective into this, Dakota Lufa, the third seed is the world short course champion right now in the 200 butterfly, 203, three short course meters, beat Halley Flickinger, beat the rest of the world. So the third seed in yards is the 200 fly world champion. Do you know who also went 203 this season? Kelly Pasha at a World Cup when she won, right? So you're at a point now where you've got the two fastest short course meter butterflies who are all in the top three short course yard butterflies. And they're all a second quicker than the fourth seed. This is like, this could be the most brilliant thing we've ever seen. A one, two, three from Texas, which might propel them above Virginia for this this team thing with the woman's platform diving happening. I don't know. Mm. I'm, I'm excited about this. Mm. Carl, what's your thought?
1: I The underwaters on M, on Emma Sticklin are just absolutely incredible. I had the <laughs> chance of meeting her at, at Wave 1 Olympic Trials the other year, and she, she's a funny character, and I've been watching her ever since. Her underwaters are just absolutely incredible, whether it's her, Kelly Pasch, or Dakota, who gets it done. Uh, I, I think I'm. I don't think I. I don't think they're going to go one through three. Um, I think someone's going to slip in there. I can definitely see a one-two finish though.
0: Yeah, the one-one-one-two-three is very rare. Um, it's tough. Yeah, at a meet like this. But you know, there's, there's. You know, they got the talent. They got the talent. Here we go, swim nerd. That's 53 points there, Sonny. That's a lot of points when you're talking about. A team title where there's only really a total of you know the winner the winner gets 400 points let's say 53 is a
2: big chunk of points. Oh yeah,
0: Uh I think. The the diving...
2: we're, we're just forgetting about Alex Walsh. Alex Walsh is currently like 20 big something chunk of seed. Change for sure. Alex Walsh in the 200 flight is 30th seed. Just in case you couldn't hear me, Carl. Alex <laughs> Walsh is 30th seed in the 200 butterfly with a yeah. 155. Um, yeah. Is she going to be a factor? I think she's going to be in the final, and I think she's going to challenge the Texas, but she'll come fourth to the one, two, three. This one, two, three is going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, a, I'm a Texas fan, I've the decided. They're going one, two, three. Them girls aren't getting beaten. Like, look, Kelly Pash Put your, your Jacoby really... hat
0: on, man. Put your Jacoby
2: hat on. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the yeah. world champion is yeah, not getting, like, fourth. Yeah. The world yeah. champion is third seed. She's mm-hmm. not getting fourth. She's not getting beaten by... Abby Aaron's or Lindsay Looney or Charlotte Hook. She's just not. She's just not. No offence to them, girls, but this is a world champion. Like, mm. not a college champion, a world champion. And, you know, she, she can only get beaten by her teammates. They're, they, look at this squad. They, you know they're throwing down two flies every day. And... You know, the momentum is going to be with them. You know, Texas is going to be blowing the roof off because they know that 53 points could make a difference. I don't even know what 53 points means, but it sounds like a wouldn't lot.
0: It, wouldn't it be great if it came down to that sort of factor where they're like, hey, we go one, two, three here. We take the lead. I don't know. We need some excitement in this. But, um, yes, that would be very interesting to see that happen. But uh, And then it comes down to – then you got the you got to sit and watch the platform divers. Um, and then you go into the last event of the meet, the 400 free relay where Virginia have a clear distance on everybody again. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do, uh, Kyle, do you think, you think they, Virginia win this relay and win the meet at, at this point in time? I don't,
1: I don't, I don't see anyone else coming anywhere close to them. So, I mean, they got a great core four
2: and, uh, I think they'll run away. Mm, Sonny. How many points do you get for winning this race then? You know, 40. For, okay. So it's we're just winning a relay is almost the same as doing a one, two, three, then. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. But you've got other people swimming. So it's like 40, 40 points for the win. And then I think it's 32 for second. I think that's Is that correct? 32 or 30, 34? I thought it was 34.
1: 34. 32. Yeah, yeah. 34.
0: Yeah. So it's 40 for the win, 34 for second, 32 for third. Yeah. So.
1: Um, I just don't see where Texas would get the points.
0: Yeah, they'd need to be way ahead, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think ultimately Virginia get the 3 P, which is crazy, hey? What a team. What a run they've had. And um, what a championship uh, for them. Um, Todd Desorbo, Tyler Fenwick, and the team at UVA. I really do think they get it again. And, um, you know, I said I was going to go against UVA in some of my predictions. I'm not going to go against them in the team title race here. I think they win this thing. I think they win the last race. And I think they take a dip in the pool together again at the end.
1: It's a great feeling.
0: Yeah. Sonny, what's your thoughts?
2: Yeah. I don't know enough about the points to be completely honest. And UVA just seemed like – I mean – the amount of events we've predicted them to win and yeah. come second in is just absurd. And, you know, if it's 40 points for a relay win. They've just got the most ridiculous relays. Like, we saw that. That's an NCAA record they got a couple of weeks ago. And they're going to be faster. So, it's just going to be destruction on the relays, destruction on a lot of the individuals. And they have depth as well. Uh, it's, yeah, Virginia are going to have a great meet. I'm really excited for it. And, you know, it'd be, I'd still like to see some narrative where there's some close calls and the points are, you know, not a hundred points from day one and it's just like, ah, Virginia have won. I'd like to see Texas make it a bit more exciting for us spectators and and the same goes for Cal and Florida and Stanford and the rest of the teams.
0: Kyle, it's pretty pretty strange for us not to be talking about a Cal woman in any of these races. Um, You know, there used to be a lot of separation between the teams when you were there. They've come together now under Dave Durden, Dave Marsh, the men and women are training together. Um, is there anyone that we should be thinking of or look out for? I mean, who, who's the superstar of the Cal women's team these days? Uh, who, who do the, who's the go-to person, you think?
1: There's a lot of superstars um, on that on that team. Um, you know, they, they traditionally have a really good sprint freestyle core. Mm. I think the one to look out for this year, though, is definitely be Isabel Stadden and the 2IM mm. and the 200 right. backstroke. Right. Um she she was awesome to watch. Um, another one would be Leah Polanski in the 200 and 400 IM. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's nice. my Cal little predictions there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We didn't really give Cal a lot of love, but they're, they're definitely still in the mix. Probably not for some from wins, individual wins, but they'll be in finals. and um... That two back though, maybe. We'll see. Really? You think she's a contender in the two back?
1: I think it's still an open race. Anything yeah. can happen at NCAAs.
0: Yeah, that's true. That'd be nice. Cow women get a win. Wouldn't be that'd be really cool, you know? Yeah. Um. All right, boys. I think that's it. We're gonna do a prediction show next week. We'll see how we went on the women's side. Um. There's some there was some close calls there, so we'll see. We'll we'll have a look at it next week. But um. Look, at the end of the day, none of us know what we're talking about. They've got to go out there and swim. So it's kind of fun doing this, but uh, it doesn't make any. Uh, difference on the way that they're going to go out and perform and and compete. But uh, good luck to all the women. They're going to be really cool meet to watch. And, um, yeah, we'll check back in next week and we'll go over the men, hey? Should be awesome to watch.
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: Kyle, thanks for getting up at 4 a.m. for this, mate. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, man. Take care. See you guys. Bye. Yeah, chat soon. Bye, guys. All right, got to exit that. Boom, 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 boom.